the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Borahe, iconic army. Borahe. Yes, we're coming off all of the Las Vegas Permission to Dance concerts. Mm -hmm. For all of you who went, super happy for you. I hope you had the best time. I know you did. Uh, thank you to the iconics who represented us with like the iconic yes. bags. Like Sophia had hers. Mm -hmm. Holly had like the. Uh, Fucking the iconic. fucking iconic pen. Mm -hmm. So a part of us felt like we were we were there in spirit yeah. because you guys had taken some of that with you. Yeah, I really uh, was. I felt really special, you know, when they shared that with us and uh, made me feel like I was there. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. It was wonderful. Yeah. Well. Anyways, well, we hope that you guys had a great time and please reach out to us with your stories, your, you know, in-person stories of being at the concerts we in hear about Vegas. It. We, we do. totally Vegas do. Vegas was something else. It was Like insane. LA was great, Seoul was great, but something about Las Vegas. Yeah. BTS. I BTS. mean, they were there for three weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Lots has happened. Yeah. We have so much to talk about in regards to it. So on that note, welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany, and this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right, today we are going to hang out for about an hour, and we're going to talk about just a little bit about the recent events in Las Vegas, but this episode is a fanfic file. Yes! Oh, and both of our fanfics are Las Vegas-themed, so we're really excited about that. This is the episode where... We share some really incredible fanfics. We read them here loud, out loud on the podcast. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I don't know yeah. what she picked. She doesn't know what I picked. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of surprising each other with the story. Yeah. Um, but it's always a good time. So Always a good time. Yeah. Hope you're down to fangirl laugh and learn a little bit along the way. Before we get into today's episode, we want to say thanks, Iconics, for all of your support on Patreon uh, with those $1 patrons getting the Google Docs and $5 patrons, the Iconic Hangouts, the monthly Iconic Hangouts. So, so fun. Um, we actually have our next Iconic Hangout on the 25th, next Monday. Um, so if you sign up before then or if you're currently a $5 patron, we hope to see you there. Yeah, yeah. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content, and any type of support is super appreciated. Uh, just grateful for you guys being here yeah. and for listening. Yeah. Uh, during April, we are still asking you to support Nova Ukraine, where donations currently are allocated to frontline volunteers in order to provide emergency aid to refugees and remaining citizens in the Ukraine. You can donate by going to novaukraine.org slash donate. All right. Well, let's get into the permission to dance uh, in Las Vegas mm -hmm. concerts. So we ended up going to the live stream concert, which was day four. Yeah. Which we had not watched the live stream in Seoul. So we were just missing BTS. We're like, we really should like get together, have a Korean night, you know, mm -hmm. really go all out for it. So I went over to Kayla's house and you had ordered Taboki, mm -hmm. which arrived like last minute <laughs> right <laughs> like an hour before dinner did you, where did you order it from? amazon <laughs> amazon okay i was yeah. too lazy to go to the grocery store I see. like honestly yeah yeah well it, it arrived just like perfectly on time right it really did um but we got to catch up with each other before we got i got there a little early so we had dinner 
watch some BTS videos, watch some in hyphen performances just mm-hmm. to kind of warm up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fangirl warm up. The fangirl warm up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we started to freak out a little bit because we had issues with our Chromecast or airplay we tried both um and like the the streaming websites you know gave specific instructions to be able to chromecast from a device or airplay from a device so should have been supported it should have worked um but it said we, that it did like on it the said instructions, that it did it said that it should work right for some reason it wasn't working for right us. we were trying yeah. to chromecast from my laptop and then we tried to airplay and chromecast from your phone and it would not work and so we were like freaking out we we're like oh my god the concert is about to start and then we realized that the concert doesn't start at 8 30 central time it starts at 9 30 central time so we still had an hour to figure out something like this always happens <laughs> it always happens i was telling you like it wouldn't be like a live stream concert if we weren't panicking last second. Right. <laughs> Thank God we had time to figure it out. Yeah. And like Jordan totally saved the day. I know he's like a collector of like all cables. He doesn't throw a single <laughs> cable away. He's always like, we will find a use. So I was like, baby, oh my God, do you have a cable that can be like USB to HDMI? And he fucking found one. Yeah. He like went into the office and like five minutes later came out. He was like, well, you should try this one out. And we were able to like hook up my team. TV to my laptop with the HDMI cable and watch it from there. So mm-hmm. even though the Chromecast, it never worked. We never figured it out. It would not work. We even like contacted support and like, you know, I don't even think we heard back from them. Oh, we did. I think they emailed us. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but I just ignored it. Yeah. I mean, at that out, point yeah. we had figured it out. But... I don't remember when we got the email, but yeah, we did contact them yeah. to try to yeah. figure it out. So Jordan really saved the day. He did. But thankfully we not only did we you know, have a mishap with just like the time change difference, but also like not being able to airplay it. it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a blessing that we had that extra hour to like figure, figure it, it out. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were like, no, we bought the 4k live stream. Are we going to have to watch we it did. on this tiny 1080p laptop screen? Like what the fuck? Yeah. But, like yeah. I have that army membership. We wanted that 4k. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it would have sucked if we had to watch it from like a phone or a laptop. Totally. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that we were able to figure it out. And, uh, the concert itself was incredible. Like we enjoyed every moment. Yeah. Um, from the beginning, fucking park Jimin, park Jimin. Right at the beginning. Oh my, with on on and fire, with on and fire, his outfit, his hairstyle, his short, it's so short, but like he had it swooped over to the side. Mm -hmm. And his shirt was like mesh. And you know how Jimin has said, like sometimes his confidence is dependent on the outfit he's wearing. And like he'll, he is really feeling himself in these outfits at the beginning like the on and fire outfit. He was so confident. I mean, he really said, bitch, you've been paying too much attention to Namjoon. Remember, remember who you bias. (laughs) Remember your original bias. I was being destroyed by Jimin. Yeah. Like, uh, you were freaking out about him, but I was like, right there with you right I, there with mm-mm. you and I said yep this is Jimin telling you hey <laughs> remember who you're loyal to right I can't <laughs> believe him he was insane I was just destroyed by him the entire concert yeah 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 there has been so much Tay Cook mm. happening like so much on stage interaction that's going on but also just like in general yeah. in Las Vegas like I don't know what's going on on uh I don't know if they've just like been really close lately or something but they have been chaotic yeah. like Jungkook sat in Young's lap what the, the fuck wh- I mean what and Young had like he ended up saying that his look was Johnny Depp influenced like that's what he was going for like young Johnny Depp and he boy did he nail it like 100%. the leather jacket yep. his hair like he had one piece just like curled over his forehead mm. And it was just bad crazy, boy. like so bad boy, which usually like Jungkook is giving off the bad boy vibes, but Taehyung was giving off the bad boy vibes so and like, like Jungkook was all baby cutie and yeah. like in his lap, like what? What? What is this right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But on day four, their last concert, we saw them like really being playful during DNA, which is just like. I think back to DNA when it was released. I was like, all these Tay Cook theories. It was so like, Tay Cook so heavy. New Army. I was mm-hmm. like, Tay Cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, a lot of soap too. Just always so much freaking out about soap. Yeah. Um, but their ending mints were really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, Hobie, in his mint, 
Well, he spoke in English and then he was like, actually, no, I want to say one more thing. Yeah. And he said, I'm going to say it in Korean and have it translated. And he wanted to acknowledge Jin's participation and hard work despite still recovering from his hand injury. Yeah. And just for him being like the dance leader, you know, to be saying that Jin has really worked so hard. And Jin like was sitting on the stage like a little you know short distance away Mm -hmm. and was blushing so Mm -hmm. hard and said that he was blushing like you know he was just amazed that Hobie was saying this but like Jin must have really felt that way yeah and he ended up saying in his own mint that he felt like he had been a burden to the group in which Taehyung of course was like you are not a burden like stop it right just makes me think of moon Mm. and awake and just like this is something that I think Jin you know, maybe Carries. struggles with some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But he is so not a burden. He must have worked really, so hard. really hard so that he could perform for these concerts. Yeah. I mean, that moment to me stood out so much because like the fact it was unplanned on Hosok's part, it was like he just really felt moved to say that. Mm-hmm. And what he said in the moment, of course, we don't have like an exact quote, but it was so meaningful. And like the, I think, really validating for Jin at the same time. And it was making me well up when we were watching it. I was like, this yeah. is so, so sweet. Like you could really see, you could tell it was palpable how much love bts has for each other how much love and respect and admiration and um like i mean uh, namjoon talked about during his met how much of a grueling concert this is to perform and how they were only going to do it one time and just because army supported and loved it so much they ended up doing it 12 times and how hard of a concert it is and so they really put themselves like through tough physical labor to perform this at their age at too. their age i mean they're too. not old but i mean the full set list of you know seven members in every single song all the choreo no breaks besides no costume breaks. changes which is not a break you mm-hmm. know i mean so i just felt like they felt like they had made it through all of this hard work together and he just really wanted to admire how incredible Jin was for his extra hard work and mm-hmm. working through that injury i mean Really amazing. Really amazing. Yeah. 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 That was so sweet. Oh, anyways, by the end of the concert, we, uh, it was pretty obvious, pretty evident that like it was the last permission to dance ever. The last permission to dance concert. Yeah, and what did Namjoon say? He was like, this is at the legitimately, be- literally, literally, literally. The, yeah. The last. He said that at the beginning of the concert and we were like, what? You know, anytime he says anything like that, my heart skips a beat. And then at the end during his like final met, he was like saying that this is like the final performance of Permission to Dance. You Which know, makes like, me feel like he knew about the rumors about like oh, yeah. MetLife. MetLife. He that. knew yeah. about the MetLife rumors. If yeah. you guys didn't know, there was rumors that there was going to be more concerts at MetLife. Like someone whose cousin who works for Ticketmaster said, <laughs> there was a contract and it was TikTok viral and blah 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 so um anyways no validity to that and uh Mm -hmm. when permission to dance the last song of the set list came on I was like if this is the last time they're performing it let's fucking get up and cheer and dance along to it and sing along to it so we did we did we did and it was great yeah. yeah, and then at the very end, I oh. waited it out to mm-hmm. the very end because they kept saying that over stay and to over. The end. Stay till the end. Stay mm-hmm. with us. They even Keep said yeah. armies watching online all around the world. Stay to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those at the live play, stay mm-hmm. till the end. Mm-hmm. And so we did, and we had a comeback announcement. Yes, yes. Woo! guys. Oh, it's come back. Like, come back right i mean we've all been asking about it we've all been curious Mm -hmm. about it um so they're the end they showed this like highlight reel of clips from every era in their discography starting from like no more dream all the way up to the newest Mm -hmm. so then we see this like we are bulletproof that came across the screen and we heard bts say the phrase with like this vocal distortion over it Mm -hmm. almost robotic sounding um and then the words glitch away and was replaced by the bts symbol which was repeated on either you know either side out towards the edge of the screen so like over and over and then the screen glitched revealing 2022 610 yeah june 10th Ah! 
I mean, it has to be comeback, right? Yeah, I mean, and it is without without a doubt, without a doubt. And yeah. there was, if you are doubting, there was neighbor articles later on in the night with like a comment from Big Hit that like this is comeback. More details soon to come. So right. this is June. comeback. June June tenth. Oh, uh, I could I'm, just scream. I was really freaking out because we were talking about. I mean, all of the concert. We're like, oh my gosh, are they gonna announce comeback? Like, what? You know, something's gonna happen at the end of this concert, which I feel like it's just fate that we ended up like getting together and watching it together mm-hmm. um but we were theorizing that maybe may like late may they would come back but i'm going to greece mm-hmm. and it was like dawning on me like i cannot be in greece because <laughs> we're gonna do an album review you oh, know so thank god yeah but this is really close to festa yeah so people are wondering like how that's going to play with festa you know or how that's going to change or whatever um that i mean immediately I was like wow June 10th that's so close to their anniversary so mm-hmm. maybe it makes sense why they took so long they wanted to like release an album around their anniversary but the I just I want to hear from armies that were like at the concert when this was announced because we watched like videos of this happening first person like people filming the screen the energy is insane the screams the around stadium. the entire stadium oh full body chills just hearing it just yeah. thinking about it it's so cool to be like the army to find that out right then and there yeah. and Amazing. then just thinking about bts backstage hearing, hearing the it? armies react to like the comeback date <sighs> being announced yeah 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 you know you know they're so happy like right. they hear us so we happy are, of course yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> can't wait can't i'm wait. so excited me too i don't know what to expect well, I kind of, I mean, I, I honestly, here's my main theory. I think that they're going to have like features on this album. Mm. I would not doubt that they have features, especially from like Western artists because of Hybes having Lady Ithaca. Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> because of what? Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was just thinking, I was like, if they're going to have features. That'd be yeah. insane. I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so I think there's probably going to be features, if if anything. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that happening. That'd be cool. Okay, so uh, do you want to get into these fanfics? Let's get into them. Okay, um, I'm going to go first this time, and my fanfic is titled Black Swan, uh, and it's by Charjunin. And this is a super recent release. It was published on uh, March 17th of 2022. So just with like almost a month ago, just over a month ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, It only has 300 hits right now at the time of recording, 12 kudos. And what I like about this fanfic also is that they posted visual inspiration at the top of like who you're supposed to visualize, how you're supposed to visualize the members. Um, So this is a Vegas themed fanfic it takes place in vegas so we have some Yay. classic vegas uh we, you know, the sign the bellagio and then we have um silver-haired yungi and black-haired yungi so i'm not I, we'll have to see in the story which one but definitely yungi and oh, i hope black hair <laughs> mm, um and then we got some jimin too <sighs> so uh some black-haired jimin so we'll have to we'll have to see i don't remember who they put in the story uh, okay so let's get into it this mm-hmm. is black swan Vegas is a magnificent city, extremely sparkly everywhere. People come here to let loose, to forget all their worries. There's nothing you'd not see in the streets. Drinks, drugs, sex, and gambling, all in the air. There's just so many lights everywhere, truly a city that never sleeps. Even breathing the air would make you feel intoxicated. It's easier like this, fading away in a crowd where no one knows you, no one will judge you. Yungi, however, was irritated. After winning three rounds at the casino, Vegas seemed very lame to him. He wouldn't have come here if not because of Hosok's now very busy kissing the life out of a random drunk boy. The silver-haired man looked around the huge hall. Okay, so we have silver-haired Yungi here. Okay, silver-haired. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was so many different kinds of sounds. It made him regret not bringing his recorder. These sounds could become beneficial for whatever he makes next. Oh, I love the producer mindset already. Mm-hmm. It's been three weeks since he came to America, won multiple awards, broke some records, and sold out seven shows. He was happy. Hosok doesn't see it that way, though. He keeps telling the older man about how bad he needs to chill to unwind, and apparently that this was Hosok's definition of unwinding. 
After sucking the soul out of a stranger, here he was, standing and grinning at Yoongi. The older one rolls his eyes. Are you done? Done here? Yeah. What do you mean by done here? (laughs) It means you and I are going to have fun together, but somewhere else. The silver-haired man groaned. Hosok is always too energetic. He gulped his drink down as the younger dragged him from the glamorous hall. These shiny things may may not be his taste, but he has always felt fascinated by them. Growing up in a lower middle class family with too many mouths to feed, even the littlest things felt like luxury to him. Yungi was quick to wear his masks as the or quick to wear his mask as the two friends started walking. No matter what, he had to be careful. To say that there were too many people would be an understatement for Yungi. Some were eating ice cream, some busy kissing, somebody drunkenly getting married at a chapel. Nonetheless, people looked happy. A little high, too, but happy. <laughs> a little high. But before he could even register, Yungi was being dragged inside a store. It was a small shop that sold different j- gift items. You're buying showpieces now? Huffs the older, clearly annoyed. Just want to buy a souvenir for my Nuna. She always wanted to come here. Fine. Oh, come on, young. Cheer up. Yungi deadpans. As Hosok keeps looking at anything and everything, the producer, too, moves about the shop. Even though small, it had a passage to look through the cabinets containing different items. There was a violin hung low on the wall. Yungi, ever the music lover, ran his hands on the instrument, feeling the strings. Oh, how it calmed him down. Moving along, he kept looking at the shelves, feeling bored. Hosok seemed to be chatting with the shopkeeper. Rolling his eyes, Yungi decided to move towards Hobie and tell him to hurry up. As he turned, however, his eyes fell on something. In the clear glass shelf was sitting a beautiful showpiece, which looked like a swan, a black one at that. It was small, but elegant, small white stones all over it, making it look ethereal. Yungi couldn't take his eyes off it. Clearing his throat, the producer spoke up. Excuse me, I'd like to buy this piece. Hosok looked with shock in his eyes, which was then replaced with a smirk. Look who's buying stuff now. Shut up. As the worker takes the piece out and hands it to the shopkeeper, the old man looks up at Yungi and beckons him closer. Very good choice, sir. Not many have eyes for rare pieces. The producer muttered a shy thank you as he waited for the man to pack his product. The man, however, had another intention. Yungi internally groaned as he spoke again. Do you know about black swans, sir? The producer shakes his head, clearly confused. Other than the many references in literature, there's some mythology in it. Many cultures believe that they exist in real life with human bodies. They look beautiful and enchanting and can lure anyone into their web. One cannot see them in the morning. They only come at night, and if you stay with them in the morning, you'll only find black feathers and nothing else. Yungi was sure the man was mad. What a weird story this is. He was quick to pay them for the item and leave the store with Hosok following suit. Wow. That's very cryptic. I know. Yeah. I was like, "Um, okay. Like if any any merchant would tell you something like that, I know. wow, what is... But it kind of seems like some cool, like, mythology, mythology lore. Yeah. Uh-huh. I also just have to appreciate, like, the fact that Yoongi is sticking by J-Hope's side and is, like, going out in the town with him, even yeah. though he's reluctant about it. Yeah, they're best friends. Yeah, yeah. besties. Uh, okay. The duo were busy walking in the streets again. Yoongi was tired, but his best friend never listened to him. It seemed like Hosok had a destination in mind. He kept looking at his phone into the navigation app, and the older could only whine. Here it is, our destination. What? Come on, young, let's go. Yeah. They were standing in front of a bar. The place had neon signs, which read, Filter. Ooh. Yes. Okay. The posters, which read, Friday night exclusive performance of Baby J live dancing and singing. No. I'm sorry. I know. Baby J. I know. That was almost his name. Baby J. Performing at Filter. Come on. Oh, gosh. I love it. Limited entry, by the way. Mm. Yoongi could hear people talking about this Baby J, who seems to be really famous in this area, and everyone keeps talking about his beauty. Before he could hear anything more, Hosok started speaking. This is one of the best bars in this city, and I've heard the live music and dancing here is spectacular, especially today's performer, Baby J. 
you can go alone. I'm going back to my hotel. Just let me get some sleep. In no way am I letting you go to the hotel room alone today, Young. You're getting laid and that's it. Since when did you become a pimp? Since today. Okay, wow. Filter was quite decent. The ambiance screamed class and even the crowd were very well dressed. There were neon lights everywhere. Yungi was sitting on the bar stool, slip, sipping his umpteenth glass of whiskey as he watched Hosok flirt shamelessly with the bartender. From what the old man had gathered uh, from the conversation, the pretty boy's name was Young, and he was a part-time bartender. Your friend seems annoyed at everything. Yungi hears the curly-haired boy speak. So we have brown curly-haired Young yes! bartender. Yes, yes. <laughs> Love it. And oh, we also have V-Hope. Right, V-Hope. Vote right (laughs) (laughs) don't mind him he's not that bad the only problem is he hasn't been getting any lately and that has fucked up his head ah who knew a world-renowned producer is cranky because of lack of sex so like Young knows who yoongi is like yoongi is a famous producer gotcha yeah gotcha uh hobie laughs so hard that he spills some drink on the counter and the bartender rushes to clean you guys know i'm sitting right here right well, that's what makes it funnier, Young. When we go back to Korea, let's end this friendship. <laughs> I'd risk it if it means that you'll get laid today. Oh, my gosh. Just before the older could say anything, the bartender the bartender chimed in. You guys can bicker later. Baby J is coming on stage. You don't want to miss his performance. No, you don't. Jimin! <laughs> Jimin! <laughs> I had to pick this fanfic because Jimin. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Jimin, with how he was wrecking both of us. Mm-hmm during day four had to right had to immediately to say that yoongi was fucked would be an understatement for someone who barely has any love for dance he sure was too interested it has just been five minutes and the producer is already gone his drink forgotten and eyes widened baby J was mesmerizing beautiful gorgeous ethereal elegant yes all of it yes no word in the dictionary does justice to this man dancing in front of him he was clad in a black suit but the catch was he wasn't wearing anything underneath except for a jeweled silver body chain which made clinking sounds as the boy danced this is jimin black swan ptd yes it is in vegas oh okay Okay. yes incredible we can envision it for sure His body looked like something out of magazines, tiny waist, but peaks of abs, high equal to Yoongi, but long legs, cute little face with sinful plump limps, and from what he could see, a phenomenal ass. Kayla. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) You made a point to mention Jimin's butt. Yeah. When we were watching the concert, I was like, look at his ass. Look at it. It's popping. (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) the next thing yungi noticed was the man's voice and body movements he was so flexible fluid motions all over the stage and his voice god damn angelic sweet voice that could soothe anyone it was high-pitched but not to the point of being annoying just perfect as the 30 minutes long performance ended, Yungi knew what he wanted. Desperation seeping through him. Maybe Hosok was right. He needed a good fuck and he might have found the perfect candidate. You want to pursue him, don't you? The bartender asks. Haha, how do you... I can see it in your body language, dude. Oh, so want to help me out? It's against the rules, but since you look so pent up and you're my favorite producer, I might be able to help you. So... Follow me. Yungi takes one look at Hosok, who in turn sent him a wink. He's going to be teased so badly, but at this point, he doesn't care. He just wants the man. Yeah. Yungi was waiting outside the green room, just as Taeyang had told him. He was looking around here and there, a little uncertain and definitely nervous. Maybe he'd be rejected. Maybe he'd fumble in front of the man. Nothing is impossible. His thoughts, however, were blocked when he heard the sweetest voice in the world. Taeyang, you said you wanted to speak with me? Um, yeah, hi. The boy giggled, and Yungi can swear he's never heard anything more beautiful. 
for someone who wants to fuck me, you sure are shy. Oh, well, wow. I, I mean, no, it's okay. Don't worry. I'm not exactly opposed to the idea. Yungi's eyes widened. You also want to? Well, you're hot and it's Friday night, so why not? Go to my hotel then? Baby J laughs again. Buy me a drink first, moron. Mm. Um, so... That was fast. Like, yeah. To the point. They they both wanted it. <laughs> the connection is right there. I mean, Yoongi is like falling over him. He's so yeah. infatuated. And Jimin is just like, I mean, it's Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're not bad looking. You're not you're bad looking. Too. You're pursuing me. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Um. So they go back to Yoongi. I'm going to summarize now because this is the sex scene and I'm really not going to read that. So no. <laughs> go find this fanfic and read it. It's great, but I'm not going to verbatim it. Okay. Um, but they go back to Yoongi's room and like Yoongi pushes him up against the door and Jimin has this cocky smile on and they're uh. like teasing each other. Um, and, uh, they feverishly tri- strip each other down and, you know, um, they do it all night. In different ways, both of them topping and bottoming and, you know, I'm being as like PG-13 as I can be with them right now. (laughs) Like, I know we're explicit, but we're not that explicit, you know. Um, So, yeah, go read it. It's great. Mm -hmm. Um, And then even in the morning, so Bethany scrolled to like, let's let's have a hell of a ride. Yeah, is is that's the last line that you really get from the sex scene. Okay. So, yeah, anyways, um, the next morning. The strong morning sunlight was enough to wake Yoongi up. He had a headache, an obvious aftermath from yesterday's drinking. Last night was so good. It'd been a while since he had so much sex in one night. Um, <laughs> I'm going to skip the next line, but they wrote each other. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love how explicit it is. I know. But like, this is fanfic. Right. Know? I mean, and it's a shorter one. So like, they got to get to the, the explicit smut. and right, right. right. Um Okay, so he's just kind of reminiscing back on the night. And then with squinting eyes, he looked around the room, his vision a little blurry, but clear enough to understand the younger one wasn't there. Yoongi sighed. Maybe he was in the bathroom or maybe he left. One night stands don't usually stay back, but after yesterday's sessions, sessions, he would (laughs) expect the boy to be a little more tired. Yawning, he enters the bathroom and finds it empty. Jimin really did leave then. Yungi freshened up as he entered the room and something made him widen his eyes in confusion. Half of the bed and its white sheets were covered with black feathers and on it was sitting the small souvenir Yungi had brought had bought yesterday, the black swan. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So Jimin's the black swan. He's the black swan. He is the black swan. Elegant, though. ethereal. Right. Only feathers left in his place. Only with you for the night. One night only. One night only. Oh. Amazing. That was <laughs> great. I love how that ended up turning out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of knew that something significant was going to happen with like the black swan and all right. that because it's like the title. <laughs> and it and like the what the shopkeeper says is like, okay, why is that in here if it doesn't come back later? Yeah. 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 And it's such a rare piece and Yoongi had the eye for it. Mm-hmm. Yoongi had the eye for it. That's so true. Ah. Yeah. I just love, I mean, we kind of talked about it in the middle of it because we were fangirling so hard over Jimin, but I just really needed to find something about Jimin mm-hmm. in Las Vegas because he's fucking killing me. And this fanfic, the way it described him was everything I wanted. Yeah. You know how Perfect. I found this? I literally... Even the shirt, like the shirt. Like, you the know, shirt like the, yeah, with the body the, chain. The body uh, chain yeah. from the Black Swan performance. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Typed in Jimin Beautiful to the search. The tag? I got it. Yeah, the tag. Yeah. Jimin Beautiful. I tried so many. I tried like ethereal, you know, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go check this fanfic out. Give them kudos. Give them a uh, a comment. Uh, again, this was called Black Swan by Charjunin on oh, AO3. Loved it. Loved it. All right. So the story that I picked is called Fill My Heart With Song by Calico Versi. It was published on April 3rd, 2022. Wow. So super recent. It's 4,063 words, nine kudos, 675 hits, which I think is just going to keep going up because it's a fantastic story, but it's just like brand spanking new because 
it is Tay Cook in Las Vegas. Hell yeah. Yes. Yes. Because they've been on fire. They've been crazy <laughs> all over each other. We were like, let's do a fanfic files. And then we watched every, all the events in Las Vegas and we're like, we got to make it Las Vegas themed. Yeah. Okay. So the author, they do suggest that you listen to Fly Me to the Moon while you, while you listen or while you read this fic. Um, because obviously the fic is based off of the song or somewhat based off of it. All right. Jungkook loves the rain. It reminds him of so many things. Feelings, mostly. He can rarely pinpoint what they mean, though. It's been like this his whole life, like a piece of the puzzle is somehow missing. Maybe it's one of these days, he thinks, that depression hits a little harder. Yes, that must be it. His feet crash on the cobblestone street as he walks home from the bar that he's been working at. He likes this life. It's simple, and the tips are good. But when he reaches the bus station, his eyes travel momentarily to the jazz club opposite to him. It's an old place, Jungkook knows. The sign says it's been here since 1920s or something. The faint sound of Sinatra's song echoes from inside. Somehow, Jungkook feels his heart trembling at the sound of the singer's voice. He's never been a big fan of jazz, more like a rock kind of guy, but sometimes the urge to listen to old pieces of music is strong. Again, Jungkook doesn't know why. And then he sees him, a man in black pants and a simple white shirt dancing by himself, surrounded by old couples. His hair is pushed back, and he is smiling a little as he lets the music sway his body. Jungkook also notices that his sleeves are rolled up, revealing his charismatic limbs that move elegantly with the tempo. There's something about him that makes Jungkook want to cross the street and go inside. He isn't sure what this is, though. A pole, perhaps. For Jungkook, now feels like a magnet, drawn to the stranger without any explanation. The music carries on and the man continues to dance. Rain falls and Jungkook now runs, crossing the street and standing outside the glassy door. This feeling of emptiness has somehow disappeared. Just a closer look, he thinks as he pushes the door. A look never hurt anyone, right? So when Jungkook pushes the heavy door, his mind floods with the sound of jazz. It feels familiar like a cup of hot chocolate after a long summer. You know how it tastes, but it's been long since you had it. Then his eyes spot the man still dancing alone. His hands are almost inviting him to go there, screaming, come here and dance with me. But Jungkook doesn't. He simply walks to the bar and sits on the stool, feeling flustered. Would you like something to drink? The blonde man behind the bar asks. Just a soda. Jungkook murmurs, eyes traveling between him and the lone dancer. Sure, I see you've noticed him, the man <laughs> adds. I, Jungkook starts, feeling embarrassed for his indiscreetness. The man, though, smiles. It's okay, he doesn't mind. He knows it's a bizarre sight to be dancing alone amidst old love. Mm. Old love? Yes, haven't you seen the people in here? No one is under 70, this place is for those who went to remember the good old days and when music made people feel something. Is that so? Why is he here then? He doesn't look old. That's a mystery, my friend. Why don't you join him to find out? He's been without a dancing partner for as long as I can remember, the blonde man suggests as he reaches for Jungkook's soda. No, I don't know how to dance, and he may be offended if I just go there. Are you always so afraid to seize the day? The blonde barman asks curiously. Wow, this bartender is so great. Why is he like a therapist? Right? Like <laughs> seriously, telling Jungkook exactly like his bullshit right there. Right. Like, you know, mm -hmm. what, why all these excuses? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Afraid, Jungkook speaks more to himself rather than the man with a gummy smile and dark eyes. It's Min Yoongi. Yes! <laughs> Min Yoongi is the bartender. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um... Here's oh my gosh, stuff. of course it's Yoongi. It's Yoongi. Of That's course. why he's so wise and knowing. Right. <laughs> and he's been there forever. Yeah. Here's your soda. The man finally pushes the glass to him. 
Haven't you done anything crazy in your life? Thanks, and no. Why? Isn't life boring without a little bit of disorder? I don't know. Maybe. The doe-eyed boy murmurs, grabbing the glass and taking a big sip. The music carries on, every note surging through Jungkook's body like electricity, making his cells react. This is the last song he dances to before he leaves, by the way. If you want to do something, I suggest doing it now, or else you'll miss your chance. Miss my chance to dance with a stranger, Jungkook wonders, feeling his legs tapping on the wooden floor unconsciously. Miss your chance to have a taste of chaos. This sounds odd. The man then nods at him to move closer, and Jungkook does, feeling his heart beating faster. His name is Taeyang. Now he's not a complete stranger, is he? A name can change everything. It can even start wars or burn cities. Why did Troy fall, you think? For Helen? Yes. For Helen, the man adds, moving back with another gummy smile that makes the young one wonder. And for love. Perfect! Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Jungkook doesn't answer, letting his eyes move to the man. The song will end soon. The couples will probably scatter, and he will be left alone. Fuck it. He suddenly chants in his thoughts, leaving the barman behind to walk to the lone dancer. He can try this chaos just once, see if it makes him feel something. So as he walks towards him, his heart beats louder, reacting to his charming presence at once. And when he is close enough, the man stops immediately, dropping the smile he had on his lips for just a second. Hi, the young one starts. I don't really know why I'm doing this, but would you like to dance? The barman Jungkook manages to say before his eyes turn to him to find the man smiling. He told me that you don't have a dancing partner. I'm sorry if this is offensive. I just... It's okay. The dancer's voice is deep and mellow. Somewhat familiar, too. It makes Jungkook's heart want to leap from his chest, and his mind comes up with images that are a little too absurd. Love. Jungkook has been looking for it for years. He never found it because it never felt right. But under the dim yellow light of the jazz club, under the slow jazz music, and under the big feline eyes of the stranger, Jungkook feels like he is at home, as absurd as that may sound. Then the man speaks again when Jungkook doesn't react. Dance with me, then. The man looks beautiful from up close. His face is soothing, balanced, colored by the hue of honey, with a little mole asterism forming on it. Jungkook never pays attention to faces. He sees countless people every day in the bar he's working at. But somehow, this man stands out. Mm. Maybe it's his warm smile, or the way he has rolled his sleeves up, or the sound of his voice, or the way he makes Jungkook's heart race when he murmurs, in other words, I love you. I must be crazy. He finally thinks as the man moves closer, grabbing his hand softly and placing it on his shoulder. Then his long fingers move on Jungkook's waist, nesting there carefully before their fingers intertwine. Follow my lead, okay? It's not difficult. A rose tint appears on the milky cheeks as he nods before Jungkook's body starts moving along with the strangers. It feels so natural, as if they have done this before, and Jungkook knows he has never danced with anyone. In fact, he doesn't like dancing, not at all. But this man makes it seem so easy, so organic, so Jungkook doesn't know how to describe it. So he lets himself be swayed like a leaf playing with the waves. Their motions are careful at first, clean. There's some distance between them that makes the dance feel slightly odd. This gap, it needs to be bridged to let the music move their bodies as they are supposed to be swayed. I'm Jungkook, he, he dares to say eyes trying to avoid the feline's fears that make chills run down his spine the more their hands and bodies stay connected. Taeyang, the man answers with a box-shaped smile that starts a fire somewhere inside Jungkook's mind. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Yes, I think. You think? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I work around the corner at RJ's bar, I've seen this place a thousand times. I know it's weird, but it feels familiar somehow. Have you ever felt like coming inside? Not until 
Jungkook voice trails off. Not until what? Until he felt this strange pull. Until his eyes fall on this lone dancer. Jungkook doesn't want to sound weird. He's here just for a dance. To satisfy his bizarre curiosity and need that slowly roots in his heart. It feels like fate. It feels like fate, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Do you like jazz? Young's voice echoes nicely in his ears. He can be a singer or a businessman. Jungkook thinks the former suits him more. This man, Taeyang, looks like he came out of a 50s romantic comedy. His features are soft, beautiful, and delicate. It's everything some would want. I think I do. Think again. I, I really don't know. I guess it's okay, but I never listen to it. It makes me feel sad. Yes, like there's something missing. Maybe I'm too sensitive for it. Jungkook doesn't know why he shared this with a stranger. Wow. It's pointless to start a conversation if he's about to leave when the music stops. And what about now? The young boy feels Taeyang's hand holding him a little tighter, fingers burning his skin even though he's wearing layers of clothes. He can almost feel like he wants him closer. And it should make Jungkook feel uncomfortable, but somehow he enjoys this new proximity. It almost feels like a cup of hot chocolate, and Jungkook is a little scared and confused, for the man's presence somehow makes him want to believe in love at first sight. But this is too romantic for him, an idea of the past that a single look at someone's soul through their eyes can show you a glimpse of your future together. Wow. But right now, in the middle of the dance floor, surrounded by old and timeless love, Jungkook finds himself falling. Excuse me, but... Have we met before? Tears threaten to fall on his cheeks. No. Then why do I feel like we've had this conversation before? Young chuckles a little, encouraging the young boy to spin before he pulls him close to his body, allowing Jungkook to feel his heart beating under his shirt um, the moment his hands are on his chest. Warm. Alive. The music has stopped, but Jungkook isn't moving. He keeps staring into the stranger's eyes, feeling the urge to touch his face and link their foreheads. The little octopus in his belly crawls. This is familiar, yet unfamiliar to him. Jungkook has never been in love in his life. He doesn't know what it feels like, but just now he wants to cry because this wave of unexplained feelings is overwhelming. Are you okay? Taeyang asks worriedly holding the young one tightly between his arms as if he could fly away like a butterfly if he let him. Wow. How about all those H-Y-O-H references? Hold me tight. Butterfly. Hold me tight. Butterfly. Damn. I know. Yeah. It's very take Hold me tight. So take I yeah. love that you caught on to yeah. that. Yes. Hell yeah. Okay. His brain somehow remembers the motions. It's like a weird deja vu that he can't control or explain. Jungkook, Taeyang whispers, Isaac listening under the light. But the young one doesn't stay long to see him lifting his arm, reaching for him. Neither that, nor the tears falling on his honey cheeks as Jungkook heads back to the bar to grab his stuff and storm out of the jazz club. Outside, the drizzle has turned into a downpour, making everything harder to look at. Jungkook's eyes fill with tears. What is this feeling? Why is it there? Why does it have the man's name, and why does it taste so bitter? Jungkook needs to go home. It wasn't, this wasn't necessary. He was perfectly fine until now. He can carry on living his life, repeating this routine, and finding comfort in the repeating actions that offer a sense of stability and safety. But as he takes a step, feet crashing on the black tar, Jungkook, in his haziness, doesn't notice the vehicle speeding towards him. The lights are the only thing the big doe eyes see before panic surges through his body, forcing his eyes to close. No! His heart trembles. The memory of screams and light floods his mind. Is this what it feels like when you're about to to leave this world? Jungkook doesn't want to go. It's too soon. He's only lived 24 years. He wants to live, see the world, conquer it bit by bit, travel, see the beauty of all in all of it, and then fall in love. Is this too much to ask for? Are the gods above so cruel? And if yes, why are they so cruel to him? Jungkook cries, pressing his eyelids harder for the inevitable. 
a moment stretching into a million frames before the impact. A loud screeching noise is then heard. He can smell the tires mixing with the scent of fresh rain. Yeah. Okay. Before a loud bang makes the people around run into a scene. Warm. Jungkook feels it as rivers stream down his face. They aren't red, but crystal clear. Rivers made of water and perhaps a little memory. For when Jungkook opens his eyes, he finds himself in the lone dancer's arms. His feet are back on the sidewalk as the rain keeps falling, soaking their bodies to the bone. Yet Jungkook doesn't feel cold despite the wind trying to penetrate his skin. I caught you this time. Young's voice echoes in his ear, making Jungkook sob as a flash of memory passes before his eyes. What? So we're about to go into a memory. Okay. Mm-hmm. This time. Yeah. Oh my God. Full body chills. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Everything looks different. Old. Dragged out of a movie that reminds him of a different time when war raged and people suffered. He is dressed in a vintage suit, entering the same jazz club. The people inside look odd. Their outfits remind him of that one movie he had seen with a a man named Jay who had so tragically died for love. And then, when he steps inside, he sees the lone dancer on the same dance floor. His green suit. Green suit. I know, the green suit. I'm like, yes, the perfect touch. (laughs) Like dynamite Dynamite. Taeyong. Dynamite Taeyong. His green suit makes him look like a dream made of honey. Music and the essence of dreams. When their eyes meet, Jungkook feels his heart beating faster. The man is no ordinary man. His eyes make Jungkook's soul tremble, and his smile fills his body with bliss. This man is love. His first one. His only one. The reason he wakes up in the morning. The reason his nights are more bearable. Jungkook is open about who he is. He never hid it from the eyes of the public, but his fellow humans thought he was disgusting, pointing fingers and calling him names until he met him, the jazz singer, Kim Taehyung. Wow. And he is in a dream, his dream, his soulmate, as he called him under the moonlight once, twice, thrice. But this love was forbidden and it had to be hidden. A secret that made Jungkook's heart ache. For Young was not only any other man, but a married one who had followed his parents' wishes. Hiding his true self behind a charming smile and a pair of eyes that were too stunning to notice the pain oozing from every cell of his body. That's sad. It's really sad. sad. Yeah. The affair was fierce. They kissed, and Jungkook felt time stopping. They made love, and the earth halted. But that day in the jazz club, Jungkook saw something that made fear creep into his mind. Doubt. I love you. Isn't this enough? Taeyong had said, holding Jungkook's waist as they danced in the shadows. No, I want more, Jungkook had said, tears rolling down his cheeks. Why, why should we be ashamed of falling in love, Tae? Is this so wrong? And if yes, who determined that this is a sin? Jungkook. Taeyong's face was painted with pain. He knew he couldn't do anything about it, but he didn't want to let him go. Jungkook was his star, a bright spot of light in the endless darkness of what he called life. I need to, I need to go. I don't want this. I can't be with someone who is afraid to call me this, to call me his. I'm sorry, Young. This is over. Whoa. I this know. is, I mean, this is like the exact scene played out. Right. Yeah. This is over. Sad. So sad. In the same, like, club, this jazz club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The young one then pushed Young back and ran to the door in a state of panic and heartbreak. There's a downpour outside. Everything was hard to see. Jungkook was hurt all over because paying the price of love was far greater than he had imagined. His eyes turned towards the club, only to find Young running after him. Jungkook couldn't take it, so he took a step, hoping that his feet would be brave enough to take his heart far away from the man who had, for a brief yet meaningful time, held his very soul in his hands. Mm. 
Loud cries and sobs had then filled the place, making people storm out to see what had happened. Before their eyes, a man was lying motionless on the street, red rivers flowing on the street, as the young boy was hit by a driver who hadn't seen him. Oh, no, please, Jungkook, open your eyes, Taeyong had begged him again and again, screaming in pain. His love was gone, taken away from him so cruelly, and for what? Because he wasn't brave enough to be his true self and love Jungkook back the way he deserved to be loved? Tears kept streaming down his face for days, months, a full year. He left his wife and ran away from everything and everyone. He couldn't sing anymore. All his songs were for Jungkook, but Jungkook was now gone. His parents disowned him, and he lost his will to live. Wow. Until he found himself on that bridge a couple years ago, a couple years later, ready to put an end to his fate's cruel design. But moments before he joined his lover in a wet slumber, he saw a man dressed in black staring back at him curiously. Your soul died once on that street when you had held the lifeless body of your soulmate between your arms. What? Taeyong had cried out, watching the man standing next to him, gazing at the dark sky. Who, who are you? The man had smiled, letting his gummy smile paint his translucent no. face. No! Yeah. No! I am the one who took him away from you. God? Taeyong's heart was beating faster, ready to leap from his chest as the clap of thunder was heard in the distance. It didn't make sense. No, Taeyong, I'm just a reaper. Fuck. I must be hallucinating. Taeyong had laughed hysterically, taking another step towards the water. What would you give to see him again? The weird man had asked. Everything. I would give everything. Are you willing to wait for him? I'd give my life to bring him back just to see him smile one more time. Tears streamed down his face as the pain of loss flooded his body, making him drop to his knees. I love you. I never stopped loving you, Jungkook. I see. The figure murmured, letting his hand lay on Young's head. I'll give you this gift then. Use it or throw it away. It's your call. What, what gift? The man smiled again, bestowing upon Young the greatest gift a human could receive. Time. Your lover's soul is bound to come back to this world. I don't know when, but if you choose to accept, you'll have to wait for him. How long? Young had asked, still sobbing. Hmm. Years, a century even. You will be the same. Your face won't change. But if you want to put an end to the endless wait... You simply need to come here and give up the gift I gave you. Jungkook. Young had thought, recalling the beautiful face of his lost love. For you, I would wait in infinity. And thus, Young accepted the Reaper's gift, cursed to walk the earth, untouched by time, walking alone until he found his oh. old lost love. Oh my gosh. Weeks turned into years, Years turned into decades until Young came back to the one place their tragic love story had begun and ended. And it was then that his eyes saw a young pair of eyes staring at him. The face was different from his lover's, but those eyes, they were the same. I found you, Young had thought. After 70 lonely years, you've finally come back to me. And now, as Taeyong holds his soulmate between his arms, safe from fate's cruel pain, he starts sobbing again, knees finally giving up. Jungkook can't possibly know who he is. He probably thinks that he's lost his mind. But as he sobs on the wet ground, the young boy kneels before him, letting his warm hands cup his cheeks. Mm. How long has it been? The boy asks, and all Young can see is stars in his beautiful eyes. You, you remember me? I just did, Jungkook murmurs, moving closer to him. How long has it been? Seventy years, Jungkook wow. sighs. You waited for me to come back for that long, and I'd wait for a thousand years more just to see you again, my soul. Young carries on before he leans on the young one's touch. 
Will you ever forgive me? There's nothing to forgive, Young. I remember now. I stormed out in a haze. I was heartbroken, betrayed. I wanted you to love me as much as I loved you, unconditionally, wholly. I was selfish. No, I was a coward. I don't deserve this, my love. Jungkook then moves, letting their foreheads touch. This must be a miracle, he hums, feeling for the first time ever complete. If you want forgiveness, I'll give it to you. But you have to promise me that this time you will stay because you want to stay. I still love you, you know. My heart is yours, as it always has been. My love, Young's hands wrap around him, pulling him closer. Now that I've found you, I'm never going to let you go. And if for some reason we part, I'll wait. For as long as it takes to meet you again, you are the most precious thing I have. So let me love you as you deserve to be loved. Jungkook doesn't speak, but Young can see the tears in his big doe eyes before the young one kisses him again for the first time in 70 and 70 long and lonely years. This is so sweet. Isn't it? Like, I want to cry. This is so amazing. I know. The kiss is soft and precious. It fills their souls with the same kind of bliss they felt during their secret picnics in the countryside. During the kisses, they exchange under their blanket in a small hotel room hidden from the world. Love endures. It attaches itself to the soul and waits until you find it again. As the two lovers kiss, the blonde barman walks out of the jazz club. His eyes fall on them, and his gummy smile appears on his lips. Enjoy this life, Young," he murmurs to himself before he starts walking away from them. Your soul is back. Young's life begins anew the moment he disappears. The gift of time is lost, but the gift of love is greater. I love you, my heart, Young murmurs, holding his soulmate tighter. I'll love you to infinity. Jungkook smiles. His heart is ready to burst. I love you too, my love. The wait is over. They have finally found each other. They stay together and hug each other every single day. They fall asleep in each other's arms. They make love, sweet love that fills their bodies with bliss. They hold hands, dance, and sing. And when the time comes, they leave this world together only, only to find each other again. Their faces may be different, but their souls are still the same. Love endures. Even though you may think you've lost it, it's there, playing hide-and-seek with the soul. Sometimes it takes longer to find because love can hide very well. But when you do find it, don't ever let it go. It's probably the greatest gift you will ever will receive in this life and the next one and the one after that. Oh my god. Isn't that beautiful? Beautiful. Amazing. I was just thinking going into it, I'm like, wow, I'm all about Tay Cook right now, mm-hmm. which I did find a lot of Tay Cook fix that like stemmed from like Jungkook sitting on Young's lap mm-hmm. at the concert and stuff and like it all got like really smutty and stuff and I was like, how am I gonna do this? But when right. I found this one, I'm like, Young at a jazz club, heck mm-hmm. yes, you know, like I haven't stopped thinking about it since right. we posted it on Instagram. And then I found this beautiful piece of work um that is just so lovely and yeah. then like the whole like yunki being the reaper i was yeah. like what I, mean, I had no idea that was so unexpected to super me super unexpected like at the very least i thought that he was some like spiritual being that was like a guide or something you know uh-huh. um but being the reaper i mean and giving the gift of time it just it works so well when you said like a this is a work you know like this is a very beautiful work of fanfic right here mm-hmm. like great writing amazing great like writing. tying things in yeah yeah beautiful story beautiful story yeah oh my gosh oh okay take on take on this is the kind of like love i feel like they have like i just really i love like seeing that there was a an emphasis on old love mm-hmm. and that they had had that and then like there was this new love you yeah. know like reconnecting yeah just like their souls are bound together mm-hmm. amazing Always it was perfect other. it was yeah. perfect yeah. i just feel like yungi being the reaper was just like the cherry on top I yeah was like, didn't see that coming mm-hmm. that was the twist i needed mm-hmm. yeah yeah and totally. facilitating all of it you know yeah. it wasn't like he was a bad reaper you know like he wasn't no. like you know, intending for them to have a falling out or mm-hmm. not find each other. Right. Like, you didn't have to do that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Thanks for sharing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. 
Well, uh, we hope that you iconics enjoyed this uh, Las Vegas edition of the fanfic files. And of course, we are so, so excited for comeback. Um, we're excited to uh, hear all of your guys' thoughts and feelings about comeback as well. I can't well. believe comeback. Like, it still hasn't really soaked into my bones no. yet. That it's Until like... we get like a comeback map, a schedule, I don't think it's really going to soak in and feel real. Mm-hmm. But it's coming June 10th, BTS. Uh, really, really excited for that. And uh, we hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. So special thanks to our Patreons, uh, on our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Crystal, Emily, Madison, and Holly. Thank you guys so much for yes. all of your support. You are incredible. Yes, thank you. Um, and yeah, you can find links for our social media where you can tell us how you feel about Comeback and the fanfic files and the concerts in the description, as well as where you can donate donate to nova ukraine as well links in the description anyways yeah yeah. thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts Kayla from Standing BTS. After you check out the latest episode of our show, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on Consequence Podcast Network, including Rootsland, an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica. The Opus is Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head over to consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others.